0: How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure that you've hit that follow button or that subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you hear today, I would really appreciate it. Head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom, and leave the podcast a five-star rating. And review, but now we've got that out the way. I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in, and let's dive straight in to today's episode. So, when it comes to building an audience on pretty much any social media platform, as content creators, we've begin to realise that the quantity of the content that you are creating really does matter to get better at anything you have to practice it and to practice it you actually have to create so the quantity of content you create breeds the quality but to even compete on social media platforms nowadays the rate at which you pump out content needs to be so much higher than what you previously would have had to have done for example let's say two, three years ago on Instagram, you probably could have built a pretty solid audience by posting three, maybe four times a week, two in some cases, because even back then that was far more than what the majority of people were posting. But back then, if you were posting daily or twice a day, you would be far superior to your competitors. But now everybody seems to be posting daily. So if you're not posting daily at the moment, then you're going to miss out on that potential growth in comparison to what your competitors are achieving. So that's why today I wanted to share some quick tips on how you can actually increase the quantity of content that you create so that you can up the amount you post every single week on social media. So at least daily, twice a day, even if you're lucky. And that just depends on the amount of work you're willing to put into doing these points I'm about to mention. So... Without any further ado, let's just dive straight into tip number one, and something that I have been doing for an incredibly long time now, and that is batch creating your content. So sitting down on a specific day and just ensuring that you get everything done on that day. Not only does that leave you time in the week to do other things, but once you get into that flow state of creating content, you can just pump out content like it's nobody's business. You can sit down, and in some cases, I've created 20, 30 pieces of content in three or four hours just because I've got into that routine and that is predominantly reels I must admit and then the editing process I've got down to a T as well so it doesn't take me that long but once I sit down and I've got all my ideas there in front of me I just sit and record and I don't stop recording or writing until I'm done and I will pick a day for me it's normally a Sunday where I sit down every week and I do this without fail And that way, I then just have all of this content stacked up. In some cases, I may not post multiple pieces of content a day, if any. So then it even stacks up further. So I can always go into this bank of content that I've created and ensure that there's always something for me to post if I want to post it. So batch creating your content is key. If you don't do that, I didn't initially. So when I first started creating content on Instagram, I would wake up every single day and create my piece of content for that day on that day. And that was pretty much from idea to writing, to editing, to posting, to all of it. And it would take far too long in comparison to what I should have been spending creating content. It would take me about two hours to create a single piece of content. Whereas, like I said, now in two hours, I can create around 20 posts if I'm really working hard at it and I'm in that flow state. So it just became apparent to me that I was spending far too long creating content and not creating enough of it. So I had to reevaluate the way I was creating content. And that's when I decided to start batch creating my content. And I got far quicker at creating content. I got far better at creating content because I was sitting down and just doing it over and over and over again. So I get into that flow state and I would be able to create far more content than I previously did. So if you're not already, please pick a day, start batch creating your content. You can do it on multiple days throughout the week. So if you really wanna pump out as much content, as you possibly can and you have the time to do so have maybe two days where you can batch create all this content and you could be posting three four times a day if you really wanted to so that may seem a little excessive if you are a solopreneur or someone that is creating content by themselves but it is possible if you can put the time and effort into it so moving on to tip number two i have templates and workflows for everything i do when it comes to creating my content so for example Templates, when I have a carousel, I have a template that I just plug and place my text into. So all the design is done for me already. I don't have to think about design at all when I'm creating carousels or single image posts. The template is there. I just have to plug and place the text that I've written. So I've completely eliminated the essence of design in my content because I don't have to do it because I've done it once. I've created this template and now I never have to do it again. So all I have to do now is the copywriting. The copywriting is all I have to worry about. So that's all I have to focus on. So I completely eliminate the time that it would have taken me to design every single post I create because I've already designed them in the template that I do. So if you haven't got templates, yes, first time creating these templates is probably going to take quite a bit of time because you haven't got that template already in place. But once it's there, once it's in place and you've done it, you don't have to do it again. And that's when the efficiency comes into play so create templates for everything you do you can do it with videos you can do it with carousels you can do it with single images you can do it with pretty much any content type you create so for video you may have templates for the captions you use you may have save files where you can just pretty much have premiere pro translate your captions for you and then choose the font type that you want and it puts it how you want it in place, or you may have titles that come in certain places or intros and outros that you put on each end of things. And it's just you've got everything there that you need to do. I even have a template for this podcast. And when it comes to workflows, what I mean by workflow is I have a set set of tasks that I go through with every single content I create. So for me, my work- workflows are in Notion. I'm actually looking at one right now in front of me on my laptop screen. As I'm recording this. So my podcast workflow the way it works is I've got four columns I've got content ideas content recorded content edited content posted so I have a board for each thing I do and as I complete each step it goes into the next column so I know where I'm at with each piece of content I create I have another one for Instagram as well same again content ideas content recorded content edited content posted and I move each board across so I know if I've got everything I've got a line of things in content edited. Those are all the pieces of content I've got available to post. So it just allows me to be far more organized and on top of the content creation process of which I'm going through. And when I first started, I did not have that organization in place. So I was nowhere near as organized, which led me not being able to create and post as much because there was just no organization behind what I was doing. So if you don't have an idea bank or stages of which you can see where you're at with each piece of content you're creating in something like Notion. Or Another great example is Trello. I strongly suggest you do it. Notion is free. I didn't used to use Notion. Now I can't live without it. So I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend you start using that. And it's free for one person to use. So log in, create an account, get organized. Now, final point I want to talk about, and this is more of a mindset thing. And it's basically I'm gonna tell you don't overcomplicate what doesn't need to be overcomplicated. So design, copywriting, editing, you name it. Nothing needs to be perfect. I have a rule that I've always lived by and if it's the if I would consume that piece of content myself, it's good enough. And that's oh, that's the point I need to get to. And as soon as I can get to that point, I'm ready to post. Because I feel as if a lot of people try and get to that point of perfection and we hold ourselves to such high standards because we are the content creator. So the point you which you get your content to anyway, of which you would consume, it's going to be higher than what most people would hold themselves to because it's your content, you're pretty picky. But it doesn't mean it has to be perfect. There's a point of diminishing returns. And what that basically means is it's, your time is far better spent elsewhere because the value you get out of that extra time spent creating that piece of content you don't see the value in return for the amount of time you're spending doing it so up to a certain point the value you see in return for the time you're putting in is incredibly high and then it reaches a point of diminishing returns and beyond that point there's no point in continuing to try and improve it because the value you get after that point is nowhere near as high so it's better that you just go and start another piece of content that one's now done and start the cycle again so don't overcomplicate what doesn't need to be overcomplicated don't think everything needs to be perfect because it doesn't need to be just get every single piece of content you create to a point at which you would also consume it yourself and that way you finish creating content quicker, which allows you to create more content because you can go and start the process again of creating a new piece of content because you're done with the previous one and you don't feel as if you have to get it to a point of perfection. So those are my three tips I want you to take away and start implementing. Batch create your content, create templates and workflows for everything you do, and remember that nothing needs to be perfect. Don't overcomplicate things that don't need to be overcomplicated. And as soon as you get your piece of content to a point at which you would consume it yourself, that's good enough. You're done and you can post that piece of content. Now, go and implement those points. Hope you enjoyed. Now that does wrap up today's podcast episode but as a thank you for tuning in i wanted to just invite you to the social media marketing school facebook community it's pretty exclusive i don't let everybody in but it is a phenomenal group of individuals who essentially have a shared vision and want to build something incredible using social media, whether that be a personal brand or leverage social media to grow their business. So to join, just head over to the description of this podcast episode. You will find a link to the Facebook group, fill out the group submission questions, and I hope to see you inside. But if you want to hear more from the podcast, make sure you've hit that subscribe button or that follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. That way you are never going to miss an episode when I post one.